0: Now, now betting, betting for the, for sports, the sports animal.
1: animal.
0: Your, Your afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, men, men on, Van, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And, Fred and Slo. in Van the on
1: deck circle, circle. Amy Castillo. Castillo.
2: This is two men on with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Friday, Albuquerque. Let's Let's freaking go. Let's freaking go. We're live from Hooters. Let's wing it.
0: Let's wing it, baby. Let's wing it. We never wing it.
2: I am Fred Slow at the Hooters, the one on San Mateo. I don't think I have to be more descriptive than that. Van's not here. Van's not here. He's in Las Vegas, Nevada, celebrating his parents' 50th anniversary. We're celebrating a lot of anniversaries today. We're at Hooters because it's the 15th anniversary of the opening drive. Let's go. Justin Bieta and J.J. Buck will join me at some point today. I believe they're still out on the links. Steph Griff, producing on remote Griffin. How are you?
0: I am doing really good. It's. I'm glad we're inside because it's been warm outside.
2: Take that mic up or put it closer to your face. We will get there. Back at the studio That's is right. Marie Castillo. It's hey. just. It's girls night. Friday nights girls night. Two, just, gr- two girls on. Two yeah two, two two girls one Fred. Oh God! Write that down. <laughs> I, Make want it a shirt. So, Make I want that so. Make it a shirt. I want that so bad. Uh, no live stream today. facebookcom talk ABQ does not exist today. Text your boy five zero five two four six zero six ten. Text your boy in the sports animal hotline. We will get to you as we are getting to it. Lots of NFL talk today. David Weesey Carl will join us from the New Mexico United. We're going to talk about their big win streak over the weekend. Also, I heard they're building a stadium. We'll, we'll put a little bit of
0: put a little conversation Ooh. to
2: that. Oh boy.
0: Fred, that gets people heated. That gets people heated.
2: Yeah. It gets me heated that it's not already started.
0: I'm glad they finally agreed on a,
2: a facility or an area to put it at. They, uh, here's where they could put it, right next to the condo that I just bought, because that's where I thought it was going from my insider knowledge, and now it's not, Aww. and my property values aren't going to go the direction I thought they were going to go, and I'm sitting here in a depressed state. Also, I told you yesterday, the IRS told me I owed taxes on my Dogecoin from oh. three years oh, ago. Oh, no.
0: Well, Fred, oh. you can't be depressed. You're sitting at Hooters and having a, having a cold one. Some Fred Lights. I have a question, Fred. Got now, a Fred Light right here. Now, my first thought when I'm talking to you about the stadium is, is it a stadium for United? Would that be, like, a good venue for, I don't know, wrestling?
2: So, it's funny you ask that. So, Duke City Championship Wrestling has reached out to the New Mexico United about being the first event at the new stadium
0: because if
2: you look at construction times, they won't necessarily finish the day before their season starts. And I said, well, hear me out. I'll pack the house. I will pack pack the the freaking house. Afterwards, Peter Travisani will walk up to me and he'll go, thank you for the house. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so is it going to be an indoor facility or an outdoor, outdoor. or combined? Oh, okay. Yeah, the okay. only thing
2: you need to worry about with Duke State Championship Wrestling Griff, is that it'll be a party.
0: Right.
2: It's going to be a huge party, just like the party we're having right here at Hooters. Come hang out with you, me, and I at the San Mateo location. That's the east side one, not the west side one. Uh, all, all, all my homies love Hooters. I love
0: Hooters. I Avery, love Hooters. Avery, how many
2: i can't th- be there. You could be there in two hours.
0: Yeah, I might call the Totes
2: game, actually. Big Totes game tonight. Josh Sushan joining us at 6 o'clock. That's going to be a fun sit-down interview. Lots of NFL talk today. I found
0: Thank every God. single
2: good story on the Internet. We're going to talk about Sean Payton being a complete and utter wuss. He's wussified. Oh, no. He's, he's wuss-centric.
1: He turned in his man card. I
2: hate everything about him. He well, well least I've never whole been weekend. a weekend. We'll talk about him at length, obviously. We'll talk about the success of NFL teams that don't have good running backs because it's going to surprise you. Also an update on LeBron James' kid and an update on LeBron James. As Jeannie bus is talking about him in the most positive way that a human being can be talked about. The best professional career of all time comes to an end. We'll go over that today as well. Don't forget, we're up against the Major League Trade deadline. Weird stuff going on with my St. Louis Cardinals. A, a Kind of an awfully strange ejection last night with Hap hits Contreras on the back of the head with the bat on a swing through. Miles Michaelis hit, plugs him in the butt. He gets kicked out of the game. It's like there's no code to baseball anymore. That was understand. wild. It was stupid. It was dumb, stupid. And then he's going to talk to the Cubs bench. And the Cubs, by the way, they all get how Major League Baseball works. They all get that you get a receipt for that. I didn't mean to hit that microphone sitting on a chair next to me that eventually Justin Bietta will be sitting in. But the point that I'm so fired up about is you know a receipt's coming. If you hit a guy in the head with a bat, you get plonked in the butt. That's, that's the way it works. Everyone professionally knowing, everyone umpiring the game, everyone broadcasting the game, me who didn't even see it until later on a YouTube TikTok Instagram reel that someone sent me. It doesn't make sense. That the officials in this would say they's gots to go. No one's gots to go. Everything is evensies. Once the receipt is returned, evensies. you don't have the receipt anymore. You returned it. It's over. It is over. Well oh, we're live at Hooters. I mean Coming so, at, did, JJ Buck is live at Hooters. Looks like he just got off the golf course. Tan right? in the forehead. Look
0: at how tan he is. <laughs> oh man. I wonder that's how that's a they good shop. look. Dude, they were at I mean, they were at Sandia Golf Course this morning live, and they, I know they played golf, so I hope I hope it was a good day. I love that course. Well,
2: I assume they oh, got on the, I assume they got on the links at ten fifteen, so what, how long does golf take? Five hours. Oh yeah. So, so if JJ's just now getting here, that's probably a six and a half yeah. hour little endeavor. So I'm gonna say they didn't shoot well. That's what I'm gonna well, say. Well,
0: I'll say this too. Sometimes at the turn you get caught up with the food and and you know some birdie. Juice. The
2: fellowship.
0: Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of people.
2: Golf courses
0: beautiful out there, though.
2: Golf courses make good anniversary spots. I don't know if it's the best anniversary spot. Like, if you're going to celebrate a thing, I think a golf course is a good spot. I'm not trying to play it down. Is it the best spot? No. Vegas is the best spot. Oh yeah. That's the number one spot. That's where Van Nunley is right now. That's one of my favorite spots. Amory, your favorite spot for a party is a party boat in the middle of a in a Minnesota lake. No, no.
0: Unlike unlike past minnesota vikings
2: that's not vegas is my number one vegas is good to party for sure friend of the show joseph just walked by excited oh, to see all the friends joseph. of the show out yeah excited to see all the listeners of the opening drive there's gonna be a little bit of a loose one today on a friday going into the weekend got a big weekend lined up for myself i'm gonna volunteer with locker 505 over the weekend hosting a sports and dad's table at their Aww. clothing drive event. Going to have a lot of fun with that, since you and Van are too busy, either being in Vegas or dog sitting.
0: I'm taking care of Van's dog, and he's doing great, if anyone cares.
2: I do think people were worried about that. Sneaking up on the program, J.J. Buck, there might be some noise on a headphone as he settles down with us. 11 years. I
0: mean, years, it's a rowdy show today.
2: 11 years on the opening drive. Many call-in so, efforts so, so. here on this program. Sitting down live for the first time alongside me, one J.J. Buck. J.J., <laughs> happy anniversary oh Amanda. my
3: goodness Just trying to catch my best still but uh thank you so much man. yeah this is an undrinking water That's, that was one's <laughs> that one. right there that yeah
2: for you what's the retrospective been like for you over the last couple weeks this week and now today 11 years is a it's the longest relationship i would have ever had professionally
3: so when i was going back there i believe i started on the opening drive in 2010 isn't that crazy and so about 13 years for me and Jeff hosting the show for 15, it's yeah. just ridiculous And you think of just anything going that long.
2: The the amount of stories you've covered, the amount of individuals you've yeah. connected with, the listeners that you've had such strong relationships with, what has jumped out to you, my man, as being a pillar of this community for over a decade now? The,
3: the fact that people still listen. Yeah, like it, it's, it's wild. You think you know, at some point in time you, you might get tired of hearing your own voice <laughs> being on the radio, but then that people are still... Every day, tuning in, you're, you're finding a way to keep those people around. And I think it you know, shows how important local talk, wh- whatever it is you're talking about, whether it's sports or things that are going on in the entertainment industry, yeah. you name it, like, connects with this community.
2: How do you feel about giving that New Mexico viewpoint from it as well? You know, there's myself, not from here, St. Louis, Missouri. Van Nulling, not from here, Houston, Texas. Justin Bietta, not from here, Southern California. You are Albuquerque, my man. Like, you scream. This city. What is that like to be able to bring this city's perspective to not just local sports story, but national sports story as well?
3: Yeah, it's it's really just a dream come true. I know yeah. it's, it's a cliche, but when I got into sports broadcasting, you know, it's because I, I listen to Lobo games on the radio. And I listen to sports talk radio, local yeah. and national shows. And then to be a kid that goes to UNM, that ends up working for the University of New Mexico and being able to broadcast those games to be a part of it, it's, it's almost surreal. Like, it was... When Jeff was like, oh, he's been doing this 15 years, and I've been doing it 13 years, I was like, no. Like, yeah. it, it, really? Like, it can't be that long.
2: Isn't so. that wild? And, and was this the end game for you, JJ? JJ? JJ Buck joining me on the program. We're celebrating the opening drive's 15th year anniversary as a whole. JJ's 13th year proper on the program. Was this the end game for you forever? I know when I got into the world of yeah. entertainment, I wanted to host the Tonight Show, you know, and I'm <laughs> not quite there yet, but, but it, was this always the stride for you?
3: Honestly, when I got in, I, I didn't really know what the end game was. I just wanted to get in it and see what what happened, you know. Because growing up, when I was like in middle school and, and going into high school, right when I got out of school, I wanted to get home because I had to watch PTI and around the horn. Okay, like that's just yeah. that that type of sports going back and forth, just hitting everything. Yeah, is is what I loved, and then you combine it, of course, with the local stuff you're able to do. It's, um, I, I think, for me the Professionally, you know, being able to work for UNM and cover a team and go on the road yeah. was, like, definitely one of the goals. But w- with the the radio show, it's almost just been, like, a surreal process. Was there a – and
2: obviously don't say Jeff Symbietta. That's an obvious <laughs> one. Is there an example of, of who you try to mimic? Is there an example of who you try to, to take from, to draw from, for your personality on the air? Yeah. Or do you identify yourself on the air as just J.J. Buck?
3: Well, I, I think a lot of it, you know, for me, I've been – I I know how lucky I am that I've been given the opportunity to grow. Yeah, it's my first out, when I first got in on the air and producing opening drive, I was like twenty years old. That's crazy, twenty one years old. Yeah, so I wasn't polished. You know, I was I was I was the kid. You know, I was like like um, uh, like. <laughs> and for them to give me the opportunity because I showed up every day, I worked hard. Right, like you actually have to put in work in this business, opposed to what some people think, right? Yeah. You just turn on the microphone and and you go. Um, I'm just more thankful to, you know, everyone at Cumulus along the way that's allowed me to grow and and be able to go through some of those lumps in the road because a lot of people don't get that opportunity because it it is a hard business, and, you know, once your show doesn't pop, if you're let go, it's like where else are you supposed to go? Well, there's such a fluidity to it, too. You know, if we're going
2: to talk about how the sausage is made a little bit, like the number of bosses you have, very high. The number of producers you've had, very high. The number of guest hosts you've had, very high. You know, you go, you go through just so many people, and to be able to be that, that stable, that rock for so very long, and withstand the what? The, the highs of the NFL season ratings, the lows of the summer ratings. Like, it is a, uh, it is a wave of emotion. The how pandemic. You, the pandemic. Oh, that's yes. a good one, Amory. How have <laughs> Doing you. Doing a show for my uh, middle bedroom for <laughs> a year. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep the dog and yeah. kid quiet. But how, yeah, how have you mental health wise be able to withstand some of these blows. Because I'll tell you what, for myself, I've been in 20 years, which is wild. I'm similar to you. You know, what, how has it been for you to maintain a level of okay?
3: Wow. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is at the end of the day, it is sports that yeah. we get to talk about. And I think with anything, man, you, you're going to get burnt out on it. It's, it's lives. Whether you're working an office job or you're doing something really difficult, You know, you got to find your way to disconnect. But for me, it's under the last four years, becoming a father, that's That's obviously changed my perspective in life. And I have a, you know, I don't get so mad over Denver Bronco games anymore. You know, it's it's little things like that. But I also think that helps you become a, a better person connecting with the community because. Everyone driving to work or, or driving home right now, what, what are you doing? Probably picking your kid up from school. Or you're like, oh, what are we going to get kids for dinner? So yeah. it's, it's all these ways that we are able to intertwine with the listeners that I do think is different at a local level that we can provide this community as opposed to, yes, everyone loves Jim Rome. I get it. Colin Cowherd, those guys sure. get to a place for a reason. But, but I do think there is something special about having that local connection because what we are talking about, what you talk about, like, we're all living the same life on a daily basis. Love everything about that. Sitting down with me, JJ Buck,
2: we're obviously reminiscing quite a bit over the opening drive of the last 15 years, talking a lot about your story. You've been hearing a lot of stories right over the last couple of weeks, this week specifically. Who has brought to you a gem that maybe you had forgotten? Who has brought to you a story Man. that maybe didn't have the significance to you that it did to they? And what emotion has come along with that?
3: I think one of the, the things that's helped with that is um, we've, Each day, uh, the last 15 days, we did a year in review. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jeff and I have kind of spent time researching the stories of the year nationally and locally, and it's you forget so much. You do like you you don't remember uh, going through those things or how crazy. Like whether it was stuff that was non-sports related, and when Colin Kaepernick blew up the sports world, or you know Kobe Bryant passed away. Like all these like things that hit hard. Like you just forget about because. You know, for us, it's like we're kind of on to the next day and we're looking ahead and we're like, all right, we didn't hit this story today. What, what are we doing tomorrow? So it's kind of to what you're talking about is just remembering all those different topics that we've all been through. It's pretty wild.
2: Started at 20, 13 years. I can do some simple math. This is a 30 year life, man. Yeah. A 30 year life. Dude,
3: I, I, I started interning in radio around 17.
2: I think I called my first game at 18. Which is wild yeah. to think about, and you know that's the thing too. You have such a talent here on the morning show every single day. You are also, I, I don't know if the friend of the show or you, the listener, your program knows just how funny you are too. Like if you wanted to be an afternoon drive guy and just tell jokes, that show would go really well for you as well. But then also be able to do your play-by-play do your color commentary. Is it all one skill set to you, or do you identify
3: differently throughout it? Well, I think I think I've, as I've gotten older, I understand that it's a different skill set. Because there's different expectations. You, you want to be looser when you're on the morning show. You want to you know, have takes and be able to try to get to the end of something as opposed to, you know, well, for me, I, I'm i more of a, a traditionalist, I guess yeah. you would say, because that's just, grew, grew up, you know, sports consumed my life and, and it was a certain way. So I think, you know, for me, it was even, you know, learning to open up more yeah. on the radio and be able to show my personality. So. It's, it's I think it's you bring different you know skill sets each thing you do. Like everything about
2: it, JJ. Anything we miss, anyone that you haven't over the course of the last two yeah. weeks or this week leaving up today that you didn't get a chance to say thank you to? Any anything that's come to your mind where, where maybe the morning show hasn't been the right platform and you have it right now? Is there a special anything do you want to make sure you share with the friends of this show? <sighs>
3: it, it's really all the people that listen and yeah. it's it's the cliche thing but you have to say it because it's what matters like yeah. i'm not here you're not here jeff for 15 years in the opening drive we're not here if people don't turn on rat radio for 15 minutes if they're driving home you're like you know what? i want to listen to some local sports talk and, and hear the opinions of people in our community and, and that's who i think and then of course just everyone at cumulus man along the way because i went from a dude that was <laughs> running the board on krst yeah. at night just trying to find my way into uh Being able to host a radio show for 13 years is crazy.
2: Last one before I cut you loose because we're at that point. Your most standout or favorite interview over the last 13 years.
3: Last 13 years. Oh, my goodness. That is that is tough because I've been blessed to have some awesome conversations with some unexpected people, people I did not ever think I'd get to talk to in my life, like NFL Hall of Famers, NBA Hall of Famers. Um, I think some of the best conversations that we have – um, have been with student-athletes when we aren't talking specifically about a sport but when you start to learn about just their lives and, and who these people are and that's what I I really like
2: the texture says you should stick around as we talk about Sean Payton when we get back
3: <laughs> If you want to you got to drink a beer uh, I can talk some Payton
2: when we get back JJ Buck actually talks sports I'm excited about it it's two men on 95.9 FM live from Hooters San Mateo the sports animal Welcome back to the program. Two men on here on the Sports Animal. We're live at Hooters off San Mateo. Van's not here. Van's in Las Vegas, Nevada, the second Las Vegas, celebrating his parents' 50th anniversary. We are here at the Hooters celebrating J.J. Buck and Jeff Sembieta's anniversary. 15 years of the opening drive, 13 of them manned by J.J. Buck. And a Broncos fan for so many
3: years longer than that, (laughs) J.J. Yeah, a kid who uh, grew up in just outside of Denver in Arvada, Colorado, it's uh, in my DNA. Yeah. Well, and also, like, what's the best way to say this? Aside from, like,
2: two years in the late 90s, kind of a tough run. Like, Peyton Manning did it for you late one time. But it's yep. not the easiest fandom to have is the Denver Broncos.
3: I think, it's, I think there's so many NFL franchises mm-hmm. like that. There's just the expectations are so high. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, it was the last time they won anything. Nineteen ninety-seven, and yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "This is our year, every single year." But I think that's also why the NFL just pops so much more than everyone else because you don't see that level of commitment in anything else. The hype you went into
2: <laughs> last year with Russell Wilson coming in to be your quarterback—you thought the moon was was really attainable for the Denver Broncos—and then it kind of all fell apart with Daniel Hackett and then Sean Payton yesterday. He forgets that he's a head football coach. He thinks he's still on Fox News or whatever, and he's saying uh, Hackett sucks. This team sucks. Everyone that's ever been a part of it sucks. And he walks it all back today, JJ. Can't Buck. do that, man. You you can't can't do walk
3: it. it out. Once it's out there, you said it. You're convicted in what you said. The Nathaniel Hackett stuff. That's we all said that. Sean, yes. you don't have to walk it back. We all said it that Tuesday morning. I remember vividly coming in and going, Nathaniel Hackett's one and done. People like, oh, can you do that? Just hot take radio. It's like, you know when someone doesn't have it. That dude didn't have it. Sean Payton was not breaking any news. Sean Payton was not hurting any feelings. He was just being honest.
2: Sean Payton said today, quote, I had one of my moments where I had my fox hat on and not my coaching hat. It was a mistake by me. I said what I said, but I needed to have some restraint. Sean, you couldn't just let it bleed the weekend? You could, like, J.J. Buck is a prime example of the fan. That wants to fall in love with you, give them at least the weekend before you walk it back on Monday. Like this, can, it's already going to be on a bulletin board.
3: Let it be there three more days. It, walking something back after you've said it changes nothing. It, people are going to be like, "Oh, okay." no You put it out there. You put the Jets on yeah. blast. You put Nathaniel Hackett on blast. Like it's okay because you know what you have to do. You have to go out there and back it up. You get to play the New York Jets in Week Five, and if you're going to say something. Whatever you say, however you say it, as long as you're willing to take the heat, mm-hmm. fine. But you can't then walk it back after the fact. No.
2: Russell Wilson turns it around this year?
3: I think the Broncos will be a much more competitive football team. Yeah. But I think there's teams in the AFC that are just too good for it to be.
2: Specifically that division. Especially here. That division is yeah. so tough. You know, and I think it's interesting to talk about Pete Carroll, too. Because I think for a lot of years there was a conversation like Pete Carroll was holding Russell Wilson back. Pete Carroll didn't let him. Kind of do these things but maybe it was he knew there were limitations to russell wilson and maybe we're seeing those here in denver as they've asked him to do so much more
3: yeah i think the the russell wilson 30 for 30 would be fascinating because it is a guy that you know he went from the underdog or the third round pick becoming super Bowl champion yeah
2: played at multiple colleges has the celebrity girlfriend everything that's yeah, not football for, matters to
3: sierra and yeah. then all of a sudden he Kind of lost that edge to him because he just became this Super Bowl winning, super famous guy. Yeah. and I think you saw that last year. Was a, the ego was a little big. An office away from everyone else, that like when you're losing, that's going to be that much worse. And can you be humbled at this point in your career? I think that's what happened to Russell Wilson. So we'll find out. It's interesting to me
2: with that fan base because Denver is not the city that Denver was when the Broncos originated there, right? It's it's grown as a metropolis how many times over, right? Every professional, the Nuggets win now, which is the weirdest sentence in the world. The Avalanche have won for some time. The Rockies are terrible. Thank you for saying it before <laughs> I did out loud. But, yeah, it's crazy to me how through the growth and all the transplants and everything that's happened in that city, how... Broncos Nation draws fans. Yeah, like there's something that you're wearing orange right now as we're sitting here at Hooters yeah, yeah. celebrating. Like <laughs> it is it is such a positive and powerful brand. They have to have someone at the top that to represent it the right way. And if they were going to go down the path of we're going to say weird stuff about other people and we're going to back it up on the field, I think the fan base would love that.
3: Every fan base does. Every that's what fans do. And so if a player, if a coach gives them a little of what they do on a daily basis on Twitter or calling in the sports talk shows, they will eat that moment up. And I think Broncos fans were. Because yeah. it wasn't just the comments from Champagne were not just slamming Nathaniel Hackett and New York Jets. He was trying to take some pressure off Russell Wilson and, and put a little band aid on that situation from what happened last year, which I think is a good move from him. But it's okay man, put it out there. Because you have to back it up, and you get a chance to back it up. If they weren't playing the Jets, it would be weird, but they get to play the Jets this season. Right. Let's go. It it
2: is weird. uh, When I get that it's the team we took over for, but to call the Jets losers is weird. Like, they shouldn't even really be in your conversation circle there in Denver. It should be, hey, who are the guys on the field right here? Like, let me be able to talk to you about That's the craziest thing about talking about sports is guys love to talk to you about a sixth-round draft pick from two years ago, and you – Every NFL coach knows every player in the league. He can say anyone's a loser. Why pick only the Jets?
3: Yeah, I think that was definitely a moment of him playing radio guy. Yeah, that's because when Because when he was talking about PR and pomp circumstances and trying to do too much in the offseason and, and then using the New York Jets and, and hard knocks, and it's like, okay, yeah. I, I, I see that. But then, like you said, he just started getting going. He got loose. He started feeling good. He's like, I'm dropping the hot takes. It's like, all right. John, now just, just back it up, man. Well, it's an early end to what I hoped was going to be Bronco Gate, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's just going to go back to business as usual. <sighs> Wait, so week five, I think that's a Sunday night game. Oh, if is not it? mistaken. So at least it'll, it'll heat up a little bit more.
2: How many night games did they have last year? Six? Did they have that many? They might have had the max night games last year. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but. The Jets,
0: the Jets have it this year. They have six.
2: Oh, they do? Okay. So, well, and maybe that's part of it, too. You know, maybe he thought he was going to get more national coverage, but AFC West so tough. Who knows all the motivations? I would have gave it the weekend. That's what I would have done. JJ Buck, thank you for giving me a couple minutes. Thank you for celebrating no, you. your day with us and our friends of the show. I know you're going to have a lot of fun here tonight at Hooters. There are tables and tables of your
3: fans waiting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sign autographs, and then people are like, wait, who are you? Why are you signing this? Do you remember signing <laughs> your first autograph? I don't think I've ever signed an autograph. What? Yeah.
2: Oh, I'll get your up right now. <laughs> I don't know what it'll be. Something. I know. <laughs> that's so funny to me. We're stepping away. J.J. Buck, you're the absolute best in the business. I know you've already said it multiple times. You thank your wife. You think your family and all that. Is that a weird off-the-air conversation you have where it's like, hey, thank you for letting me follow my dream?
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just thankful my wife has a real job yeah. that's allowed me to do this for so long. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: It's, it's like a weird pay structure radio. I don't know if you guys talk about this over on air. There's money there. You can go make it. You have to work every single minute of every day. Yeah. Like there's, you have to go broadcast. You have to travel with the college. You have to be on air at 7 in the morning, 6 in the morning if you're in a different time zone. Like All these things exist, and they never go away. Like It's one season to the other. We should take summers off. I'm down. J.J. Buck, you're the best, brother. Best in the business. I'm proud to be your friend. I'm proud to follow you in the afternoon. Congratulations on your success, and if 13 more years come, um, I hope they're right here at the Sports Animal.
3: Hopefully we can be throwing a party for you guys here soon as well, man.
2: Well, what are we in? Year th- I'm in year three. Time flies, man. What is going on? <laughs> Steph Griff, I feel like he's been my producer for a thousand episodes. Steph, you got to figure it out yet? No,
0: I never have it figured not out. Not
2: even close? No, no, no. Not at all. Two men on, live from the Hooters off San Mateo. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live at the Hooters on San Mateo, we're celebrating a crystal anniversary, Jeff Simbieto, Welcome to the program, brother. It is it crystal? It is crystal. Mr. Barry gave me a bottle over there, and it looked like
1: just regular glass. I'm going to check and see if it's crystal, but it, but but what's in it might be beautiful and way more than
2: crystal. It, so it might be crystal. Might be well, what's in
1: it? It's in that. What would you call that? Burgundy, maroon, crimson. What would you call that bag over there? Uh, uh, New Mexico State Red. Yeah, I, I told I, I told him that uh, we'll come by and um, can we can we share it with him and Diane? And, and that. That he said please, and I. Uh, I, I enjoy sharing a cocktail with Mr. Barry. He's yeah, like, like our general
2: manager, our market manager, is uh, is the best. How you doing, man? It's good to see you. Oh, I tell you, what, I never complain, and I, I t- I'm feeling a little fortunate. You never complain. Never ever. I, you know, is, what that, I, is that honest truth? That's the real truth, and I got that from you. I heard you say that years ago. I heard you one morning say, "Yep." Uh, it was. I think it was maybe the first day I met you, which uh, did go a little inside radio for people. It was. Uh, I think I met you six years ago at a bowl game. It was my right? first. It was my first fall here, and. You were you were in your golf cart running the show the way you run the show and and I, I said my name's Fred Slow, it's nice to meet you. He said, he said My name's uh, you know, Justin Bietta and I, I couldn't quite catch the last name, you know, because that right, was the right, first right, time. It's odd. Yeah, and you and you go and you say it and I go, Well, how you doing my friend? You go, I tell you, I'm so fortunate. And <laughs> I that never left me. Never for one minute did that leave me. So you know, it, it, it's it's crazy you said
1: that and and I, I know I say it periodically. I um we we'll probably all complain a little bit. Yeah. But God's honest truth. And I think you feel the same way. Every single day I know how fortunate I am. Yeah. Now, do, do we all want more? Do we all want to be better? Do we all sure. want things to be better? Do we want to improve? I, I, complacency isn't what I want, but I have two jobs where I am so insanely blessed. And I don't ever take it for granted for a day. And so I hope I don't complain. And um, I, I hope I, I, I don't ever take it for granted. But I know how I know how lucky I am yeah. we know what we do like could we go you and I and, and probably most of us in this business could go somewhere and do something different and make more money we were having the conversation on my show this morning my show our show this morning with Richard Pitino almost right? the show well, that's it's I a, it. it's a show yeah. it, it's a show but, but Richard Pitino is in. we're talking about opportunities and you know what we do? Like we, we're we're such a pimple on a butt. Yeah. Like I, I was having dinner in Boston two weeks ago with, with a good friend and her husband, and she is heading up medical for for Native American women. Like this whole medical program, like for for underserved. This, she's saving lives. Yeah. Her husband is developing a drug for this this. Enzyme that is developed by the liver that goes to harden the heart, and they've they've been able to to, to narrow it down all the tens yeah. of th- like like what. And I'm like, you guys are saying I run a damn football game and talk about sports. Yeah, like it, it made me just realize what we do is so insignificant, but we're so lucky. But at the same token, can we make a it- Impact? Do we, do we make a difference on people? And, yeah. and I think we do a little well,
2: bit. you know, the analogy I've given with the, the exact sentiment that you were talking about is, you know, there's, there's classrooms at every school, and there are people in them, and they're doing great. And you and I maybe are on the playground a little bit. Yeah, I yeah.
1: no, the, the, the Toy Story analogy has been around for a long time, and I, I agree with that. And, and yeah, I, you know, you guys have fun in a different way than I think we have fun. Sure, yeah. and, and, and we, you know, we... <laughs> I am so unorthodox in the way I do, do what I do. Sure. And, 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 and I get it. And I know it drives people crazy. And, 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 but it's, it's worked for me, right? Your way works for you. My way works for me. And, and, and you know, my, Strauss's way works for him. We all do our thing our way. Um, and that's the beauty of what we do. I don't, I don't think there's a way. Yeah, oh, I don't there's... think there's a way to live. I don't think there's a way to let, let, grieve. I don't think there's. Like, like, do it your way and stop letting people tell you how it's supposed to be done. Take your guidance, do your thing, pick out what works for you. But I don't know. I don't know how the hell we got into this conversation. Jess and joining <laughs> joined me on
2: the program. We're live from Hooters on San Mateo. Uh, come down and say hi. I mean, that's Please. what this thing's about. You know, if, if for us, it's friends of the show, and if for you, it's listeners in the morning. Uh, but how fortunate we have been for some time to be able to entertain others, and we're able yeah. to do that with what our opinions and our insights and often our foibles and often our mistakes and, and often, uh, you know, a handful of failures. Do you have one that sticks out to you? Do you have a fail-forward situation in your 15 years of hosting the opening drive where you're like, I'm glad that went poorly because I'm better for it"? Uh, it? It goes well beyond 15 years here. Oh, good point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm no, following you. No,
1: I, 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 I've, I, I feel like I've failed upwards a number of times. You know, when I was at Channel 7, well, I mean, I'll go back to my job in Tri-Cities, Washington, when I was at the ABC affiliates mm-hmm. there. and. Uh, got into a um, weird situation. I got I, I, I got let go in Tri Cities, and I ended up in, in Albuquerque at Channel Seven. And um, I, I I mean I got a job. Four hundred and something applicants for the weekend sports job at one of the best affiliates in America. Got that job. I, I, I ascended to sports director at Channel Seven. And one day, Hearst Argyle, the parent company of Channel Seven let go like 360 something people oh, 17 wait. people at channel 7 got let go and i, I got called in and, and and it was hey this is not performance related we're, we're cutting sports from three people to two you make the money most money they slid me two checks and wouldn't answer any questions well i, I failed upwards and and became the vice president of the scorpions learned the business yeah which was invaluable as i became in went into the bowl business got got a news job at channel 13. And, and, and failed upwards into a weekend anchor position that turned into, the, they gave me the morning, well, I, they gave me, I think I earned the morning job sure, at Channel yeah. 13. Did that for years, got out of that, failed upwards into an executive director of a bowl that I've been running for going on 18 years that I've now been appointed or elected by my peers to the executive committee. So, yeah, I, did. I, I have failed on. upwards on a regular basis. And, and I'll tell you, the first time, the first two times, well, yeah, for the first few times you get knocked on your on you know, your ass yeah it, it, it's shocking and, and you you've probably been here i don't know if you've ever been fired
2: i just i just lost the highland job a month ago all right didn't so, renew so yeah.
1: people tell you 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 haven't succeeded in this business until you've been fired and whatever this business is it is hard to realize it and and, and after the second time you're like you know what i'm i, I believe in me mm-hmm. and and i don't know fred there's there's a difference there's a line between confidence and arrogance. And I try to stay on the right side of it. I believe in what I do. I think I do the right thing the right way for the right reason. I think I've treated people well. I, I and, and so look—you're not going to. You're not. Everybody's not going to like you. Like, like a long time ago, man. The well, good lord invented the remote control because some people are going to like watching me, and some people are going to watch someone else. Yeah. But if you do things the right way, the right the, the, the right thing the right way for the right reason, usually the right thing happens. Usually, not always. Yeah. Bad things happen to good people. In my i've been so fortunate man i i I, i've stumbled into good situations i feel like i've created them i feel like i've earned them but yeah man i've stumbled upwards my whole freaking life dude. my i I didn't grow up with a silver spoon now man i grew up in a i i could i i I could draw you a picture of what food stamps look like i remember them dude i i remember what welfare was i remember what what holes in your tough skins were like ain't nobody ever gave me anything but a chance
2: the, well, you know what's yeah. interesting? Because I, I know you fairly well, and I, and I know if I asked you this question without the preface of professionally, you would say father. But, you know, if it's been TV or if it's a bowl director or if it's now the bowl's elected director or if it's morning show tacos, how do you identify professionally? I am Jeff Symbieta and I am fill in the blank. That's really fair. I don't know. Um,
1: and it might be the context. I. I <laughs> it's really good because you're right, father. That's but, all, like, I, know, like, I know. Like 100%. Um, I, I, I probably w- would I mean I'm a bowl director who, yeah. who does a, a sports talk show or I'm a sports talk show host who runs a bowl game. It would depend on the context. Yeah. Um, I mean I, you, look when I when I got this job now, when Milt McConnell hired me fifteen years ago, I started fifteen li- literally ago. fifteen years ago today. Yeah. Like fifteen years ago today I walked in that door, three thousand seven hundred and what do we decide? Three thousand seven hundred and ninety five shows Wow. Think of that. Three thousand I haven't done them all, but the opening drive yeah. has. So we were in Angel Fire. I haven't told this story a lot. We're at Angel Fire at the Hispanic um, Scholarship Golf Tournament, and we—I played golf and sat down at dinner. And Milton McConnell, the, the former general manager at then at Citadel, sat down next to me and he said, "Hey, um, have you seen the, the job opening we have at the Sports Channel?" I said, "No, I'm not looking for it. I just started running a bowl game." Yeah, and he, he told me you know, I'm looking for an eight at that time, eight to ten a.m. sports talk show host. And he, at seven eighteen in the morning, my BlackBerry buzzed, and he sent me the the job description. And I remember sitting in his office. So so we're on the fifth floor at that building. We used to have the fifth and sixth. So yes. We're up on the sixth floor. And uh, I said, "All right, here's my deal." I said, I- "I'm running this bowl game. That's where my, my that's where my living is. Right. Yeah. That's where I make my living. Here's my travel. Here's my commitments last year." And I handed him a sheet of paper, and it was about six weeks worth of travel. And I said, it, "You know, and, and I get I get." Four weeks vacation. And he looked at it, and he looked up at me, and he said, all right, you want the job? I said, we're good. And he said, we're good. And and, and he hired me then and, and with, with the understanding that, you know, that was my gig. And, yeah. And I, I'll tell you, there, there's been a few times where have I had to walk one. Yeah, I, I had this conversation with Jeff Grammer this morning. Are you, I'll ask you this. Are you yeah. a, Are you a journalist? I am not. Right? I, I was a journalist at Channel 7. Yeah. I don't know
2: that I'm a journalist now. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to school for it. Well, um, I did. I, I, yeah. I got a broadcast journalism degree from San Diego State. I'm a I'm a I'm an unemployed teacher. I don't know I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But no, I would say I'm not. I would say I am a I am a personality. I'm a storyteller. Okay. I, I think I've I've morphed into that. When I was at Channel Seven,
1: I was a journalist. I, I think I'm more of a of a. I'll, I'll go there. I'll go personality storyteller, informer, um, entertainer. I mean. Dude, like sometimes you got to get deep. Right? Yeah. Sometimes stories hurt. Sometimes stories are funny. Sometimes you, you gotta you gotta sc- scratch and claw. It's a long ass answer to w- what am I professionally, dude? I, I, I a lot of things. Yeah. But but that's how I started here fifteen years ago. It was literally he looked at it and and there was an understanding. And Jeff Berry, our current general manager, understands that. He was he and I got into a battle. He told the story on the radio this morning. Okay. Jeff and I got into a battle over something. I, I, I think I sold something, and, 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 and I wasn't getting credit for it. And, and, and I MF'd him, and he MF'd yeah, me. of course. And, and you're this, and you're that. And whatever I called him, he called me something worse. And Milk, <laughs> Milk, Milk called the two of us into his office. And he sat us down, and he looked at us, and he says, you're two of my favorite people. <laughs> he says, what are we doing? He says, you guys, once you get, you're, you're going you're gonna to love each other. Like what the hell's the issue? Yeah, and he's he's a, he's a bleeping bleeping bleeping. No, no way. He's a, all right. he's like stop, and he literally said shake hands, and he and I hugged each other, and Jeff Barry and I have been great friends ever since, and, and and I love the fact that he is 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 our general manager. I love the fact that he's a dear friend, yeah. and, and he gets it. So, Fred, I don't know. I just, I, I just ate up your airways for a long no, time. No, what? Sorry.
2: Hey, well, I tell you what, it's the whole reason we're here. If you give me a second to give you, you know, flowers from me at least here, professionally on air. Uh, sports talk here in the city of Albuquerque exists, and in my opinion, Jeff, because of you. I don't think we would necessarily, we wouldn't have afternoon opportunities that I currently have because you've been such a stable for so long in the morning. We know what the competition looks like in town, it's definitely not on your level by any means as I identify that level and how fortunate I am to in the afternoons be able to catch some of the audience that leaves their dial on your station in the morning every morning because you to me my friend are not just the gold standard, but you're the crystal standard here in your 15 year anniversary. And I am proud to know you crystal. professionally, and I am proud to know you personally, and I am proud of you, my man. It means a
1: lot to me, and I would appreciate that. I, I, I will tell you, um, Henry it, it, Henry T started it, right? He, I'll, special. I'll, I'll give Henry special. T. You know, he, he was the guy. Hopefully, we you do it your way, we do it our way. Everybody does it their way. Hopefully, we've done it a way. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I what I what I the standard I set when I started the bowl game. I want to create something of which you will be proud. Sure. And I am proud of what we've done. I'm proud of the product, the content, the entertainment, the what we've done over all these years. I'm proud of the way we've done it. I was proud of, like, Don Patton showing up to say hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, right? I'm proud of the people. Like, we, we had 18 hours to promote our show this morning. Yeah. The people who came out, dude, what does it was insane. So I, you saying that, it's not because of me. It's going to be, you know, hopefully this isn't my swan song, dude. Hopefully they're yeah. throwing me out next month. <laughs> right. I hope I have another 15 years in me. I don't feel old, although I don't know. I mean, somebody told me I was old today. I'm like, leave you. Oh. Man. I ain't that damn old. But, but you, you and I let's go. Let's go pull checks. Wait, wait. My girlfriend just showed up. Have
2: you had that moment yet where you where you get out of the steamy shower and maybe you haven't put your contacts in yet and you you look in the bathroom mirror and you see your dad. Have you had that moment yet? I wish I saw my dad. No, uh,
1: I, but I, but I did wonder once who that dude staring back at me was. And, and you know what the crazy part is, I could BS you and Steph and Amory. Yeah, you can't BS that dude
2: looking back at the mirror. Oh, I love that. Can you? He knows. He knows the truth. He knows the truth. So a handful of people got to be honest with, and that's that's one of them. Uh, the bowl is a destination for people coming to Albuquerque. Your radio show is a destination for listeners of sports talk. You, my friend, um, you are a standard, and I, I am proud and thank you. Uh, do you have a final positive word in, in the reflection of JJ Buck before I let you go? I don't have any final, final words,
1: man. <laughs> I got I to stare at Jared and take a picture. Of my, you, did you check out my old Sports Animal shirt? You check out this. That's the old logo. So this, this is the only one I got. <laughs> oh, guys. We got this. I, I broke out a t shirt this morning that says Jeff, Joe, and Skip. And that's, Don, that's Don Patton right there. That's Hello, the guy there, right there. You yeah. <laughs> I, I, I broke yeah. out an, an old one this morning. So, um, hey, man, we're on the air. We're on the we're air. We're on the air, Don. <laughs> um, I broke out an old, like the first ever Jeff, Joe, and Skip t-shirt this morning. Oh, yeah, this, love that. this is the only one I got back in the day. Um, no, dude, keep doing what you do. Yeah. do. Do what you do. Do it your way. Um, like I said, man, everybody, as long as that guy looking back in the mirror, you, you, you can look him in the eye. You don't got to worry about me or, 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 or your boss or anybody else. That's the guy that, that you got to answer
2: to. What me and you need to do is sit down with Scott Cregan. We need to get I you some golfing open. today, dude. Well, did he promise you
1: some open-to-drive so, T-shirts? All right, so I, I played <laughs> golf I said, you coming out to him. He's like, we're not. And, and I'm like, I, I'm going to tell your boy Fred. Like, you like said I'm not going to hang out with him. You tell him that. So I played golf <laughs> with your guy. Free, uh, by the way, yeah, I was one under after five today.
2: And then it got hot. No, my back went out. And oh. I, I, I became me again. I shot an And Maybe you're not old. Maybe you're right.
1: All right. I mean, I'm not that damn old. Like, like, uh, like, 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 like I said, man, I got old man strength. You want tell me what you want to do. Challenge me to something. Let's go.
2: Love it. The only thing I'm good at is games that don't matter. That's the only thing like I'm good at. Like golf. Yeah, cornhole. Like I, I, yeah, I won like a celebrity cornhole thing the other day, and I go, I'm not a celebrity, and I'm not good at cornhole. So what do you want to do? I'm going to let you celebrate with all your friends. Are we going to you celebrate no, you with all you're your Well, you know it is top of the hours coming up. Whatever, dude, I'm here for you whenever you need me. Justin be the absolute best in the business. Where we get back more from the Hooters on San Mateo. It's two on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal.